From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. And welcome to The Desert Scene. I'm your host, Bonnie G, here with my fabulous producer, Brian Mendoza, and we're happy to welcome Tom McMorris to the show. Uh, He's a buddy of mine. I've performed with him in a couple shows at Frankie's Back Room, and he's going to be one of our guest singers for the October Razzle Dazzle. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi, Bonnie. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I'm really excited that he's going to join us for Razzle Dazzle. This is the Broadway review that we do at the Palm Springs Cultural Center once a month. We did three of them back in the spring. We just came back in September, and we're doing another one October 27th. So let's go back to, um, I met you, I guess, first probably at the open mic at Frankie's, I'm guessing. Was that the first time I think we met? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, we started talking then, and and then um, did a show together at Frankie's. I think it was a Christmas show the first time. Yeah, yeah. And then did we do, I think we did two. Did we do, did you do the uh, Valentine's rock and roll thing? Yes. Yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah. That was fun. Uh, yes, yeah. great fun. So let's go back to your um, uh, early life. So your mom was a dance teacher. Uh, so did you, did, yeah. you, um, did you, did you take classes with her and did you get the dance bug kind of early? Oh, yeah. My mom, you know, my mom was born in 1921. And so she grew up with all of that um, MGM big tap spectaculars. And that was her specialty. She taught tap. And so I started taking tap dance when I was really little. Yeah. And actually, one of the first things I remember with my mom is being on stage with her and the, the lights and dancing with her as a little kid. Uh-huh. And so did you know then, did you have enough of the bug then that you thought, well, performing in one way or another is going to be my life or a big part of my life? No, you know what? I did not. (laughs) It was a little tiny, small farm town, and I kind of thought I was going to become a, you know, a florist or a salesman or, you know, something regular. Uh (laughs) I. I, I did not think about it until I got into high school and started doing theater, and um, and that's when I really got the bug. And now, did you was your were your parents was your family supportive of you uh, moving more and more into performing and maybe thinking of it as a career? Yes, they were. I mean, I was going to. I was all signed up to go to. Um, I'm from Illinois, and so it was Southern Illinois to to study landscape architecture. And when I told my, my mom, of course, you know, she was happy that I was going to become a dancer at that mm-hmm. time, that I was what I was planning. But my dad was just as great and said, you know, all the money they'd save for me for college would go toward my my performance classes. So they were very supportive. Excellent. And so um, tell us about, um, so you did a lot of work in, in the Chicago area, musical stuff? Yeah, I did. But I did, um, you know, I, I would audition in Chicago and end up end up on a bus and truck outside of Chicago or, you know, doing little um, theater in the rounds around around the Midwest area. So mm-hmm. um, I was in a dance company in Chicago. I did mostly dance in, in, in Chicago itself. And uh, as far as the musical stuff and when you did do, do you know, bigger roles, what, what were some of your favorite roles or shows that you did in that time? Oh, well, my first show was Hello, Dolly, and I was just in the chorus for that, but it was a great 
um, show to learn um, a lot yeah, mm-hmm. about theater. And but my my absolute favorite role that I ever did was Matt in the Fantastics. That oh. was just a magical, yeah, magical experience. Such a beautiful show. The music is just gorgeous. Yes, and, and I will always remember that show. And so you stopped it all in 1990, went back to school, became an elementary school teacher. What made you decide to do that? Well, you know, I um, my, both I lost both my parents, uh-huh. and um, I, I became the um, guardian for my brother, who's developmentally disabled. Okay. And I kind of got this little a reality dose, like I, I, I need to do something a little more solid. I was mm-hmm. really enjoying what I was doing, but you know, it wasn't a real money maker. Right. So right. I um, I I had been teaching dance in the Chicago area and I really enjoyed teaching. And so that mm-hmm. both my parents, you know, were teachers as well. So that yeah. seemed kind of like the normal thing to get into for me. And I, I had about a 25 year career and really loved it, but um, didn't do much theater at all during that time. And then you moved to Palm Springs in 2005, started working with Lori Donato, who I only met, met once. Uh, I know she was a, she was a very talented woman. Um, and so that kind of got you back into the swing again? Yes, it did. She was just absolutely great for me. She came into my life at exactly the right time. I, when I moved to Palm Springs, I was at a real low point, honestly. And um, she really helped me turn my life around and helped me find my my um, musical voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had sung, of course, but I wasn't as confident as a singer as she helped me become, you know, mm-hmm. so I really, I miss her. We lost her about four years ago. And yeah. I think it's four years now. So yeah, she really helped me. Now when you, if you had to describe your, uh, your style to, to folks as far as a singer, as a performer, what, what would you say it was or, or what kind of music are you drawn to? Well, you know, I, I do love musical theater. Um, I tend, though, when I sing musical theater, to kind of swing it. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, um, I, I look at myself as more of jazz-influenced when it comes to the music that uh-huh. I'm attracted to. I like, um, of course, all of the standards, you yeah. know, so like the first half of the, the last century is the music I'm focused on. Um, I love all kinds of music and listening to it, but performing-wise, it's, it's those standards and, mm-hmm. and jazz that I really like. And I know I got to see one of your shows. Uh, was was it Teach Me Tonight? Is that the name of the show? It was all about the yeah. t- thing. And it was yeah. fabulous. I really enjoyed that. Uh-huh. So much fun. I've got to tell you. Oh, that was so. I I've got to tell you when I looked out in the audience and I saw the two in the audience, uh-huh. it gave me such a boost that night. Oh, good. I. It really did. I was so happy you were there. Thanks. It was it was really fun. So I I love to ask because I you know, I'm a singer performer and I have lots of friends who are um, are do you get nervous and do you have any some people have sort of little rituals they go through they sit and meditate or they you know they pray or they wear you know lucky socks or something well, do you I, have anything like I, that I, that you, you do just cut out you oh. cut out just a little bit I'm sorry but um, yeah you know I do I get nervous every single time. Every time I say that I'm going to sing right before, I'm like, why did I agree to do this? Because it, 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 it puts me in such a strange place. But when I'm doing it and afterwards, I'm in love with it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm a Gemini. So, um, and as for finding something to help with that, no, I have not found anything. You know, people say picture the audience and they're underwear. Or, yeah, I've or heard that. Like yeah. That after it. 
uh, you know, I, a good glass of wine a couple of hours before will relax me and yes. <laughs> get me ready. You know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that too. So, who who do you like to who do you like to listen to as far as male singers? Who are some of your sort of influences? Would you say? Oh boy. Well, my absolute favorite is Sammy Davis Jr. I his phrasing, the the music. Everybody thinks when they hear his name, you know, Candyman, and that's just not. Not he was such a deep singer, so such uh, such wonderful phrasing uh, his choices. But I also like Mel Torme, of course, and Bobby Darin and mm-hmm. Sinatra, and and um, you know all the, that genre of singer. Yeah, yeah. Sammy Davis. I was I was so blessed. Um, he back when I was a, a kid, my parents took me to I'm from Washington D.C. to the Kennedy Center, and I got to see him live. We're way up in the balcony, but I got to see him live. And I got, he did, of course, he did Mr. Bojangles, and he was phenomenal. But oh, he was yeah. he had a phenomenal voice. People forget that, you know. Um, I gotta be right. me, and some of the songs that he uh, there, there's a recording of um, as long as she needs me. That I mean, he had some pipes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. 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 yeah, I got to see him as well when I was in high school. My um, little town took a bus trip up to um, Chicago, and it was me and a friend from high school and about um, 40 little old ladies, and we went up to see Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, mm. and it was just it's such a... Uh, a life-changing experience. I mean, I was walking on air after that performance. He yeah. just commanded every moment he was on stage. Absolutely, and you know, he always seemed like he was. He always seemed very relaxed and like he was having a good time. I don't know if he ever got nervous, oh, yeah. but but he certainly never looked that way. I want to go back no. f- uh, for a second to teaching because I'm a teacher as well. I teach voiceover students. I've taught acting, singing, and I have always found that um, performers make really great teachers because um, if you if someone's going to learn something some material no matter what it is whether it's math or Spanish or singing um, you have to keep their attention you have to grab their oh, attention yeah. and their interest and one of the ways you do that is by making it entertaining and interesting and I've always found oh. that that teachers make great performers and, and vice versa did you find that I did. You know, I used to say that that teaching was about the closest thing to performing as you can get. Mm-hmm. And I the, the last 10 years of my career, I taught here in the, the, um, the Palm Springs Unified District and um, I taught second grade. Mm-hmm. And so the attention span, as you can imagine, sure. is, is pretty short. Yeah. And so, yeah, I had to, I, I was different characters. I took on different voices. I put on little shows. Um, we 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 um, really had to stretch, but yeah, it's very much like performing, and I, I definitely think that there's a crossover between the yes, two. Absolutely. So yeah. the other question I like to ask singers is: when you go to a, an open mic or a jam or whatever, and and someone's going to come, say, "Tom, come sing a song." What is your go-to or one or two go-to songs that you would do in that situation? If I wasn't planning on it. Um, Slow Boat to China okay. is like, I know that like the front and back of my hand. Okay. Um, uh, 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 the Way You Look Tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, by Sinatra, something like that. Um, on a Clear Day You Can See Forever is my go-to mm-hmm. theater song. Yeah. <laughs> so other than Razzle Dazzle, we're so excited to have you as part of Razzle Dazzle on October 27th at the uh, Palm Springs Cultural Center. What else do you have coming up? Do you have some other things on the back burner where people can see you? 
I, I don't have anything else coming up right now. I've been working on a one man, another one man show in my head. Good. And um, and I'll start getting that on paper. You know, down that COVID thing really threw everybody for a loop, and I yeah. I'm still getting my my um, running feet back. You know, yes. I, I have been doing as much performing as as I'd like, and I'm so looking forward to Razzle Dazzle. It's such a great space up there, and I it just is. can't wait to work with you again. And and meet Jeff and Heather, and yeah. it's going to be wonderful. Absolutely, absolutely. One one last question before I let you go. Uh, uh, this is something that I find fascinating with, with, with singers. Um, some people have very strong feelings about it. Um, what's your feeling about singers that occasionally, or maybe sometimes too much, close their eyes on stage when they're singing? Do you have, have feelings oh, about that either way? <laughs> um I think it's appropriate at times to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's troublesome for me when it's for the whole song. Right. Because I just, I, I feel, and, and there are some singers I've seen who do it for the, the, the entirety of the song. And I really feel like you've got to make some kind of eye contact with your audience. Even when you can't see them, you're looking for them. Right. Um, so, yeah, I... I I, I would say uh, use it sparingly. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Use it sparingly. I'm going to steal that. I think you're absolutely right. I think sometimes the song, the feeling of the song lends to itself to that. But yes, you've got to stay connected to your audience. Absolutely. Well, right, Tom right. Tom McMorris, thank you. so. I'm so looking forward to working with you and Razzle Dazzle. And um, thank you so much for being here today. It's been lovely chatting with oh, you. Oh, I can't wait. Thank you. Can't wait. All right, Tom McMorris, thank you. And we will see the rest of you the next time on The Desert Scene.